0: So, Yvonne, do you also hate wet umbrellas?
1: Um, yeah, because I don't like walking in rain, so that's why I use umbrella. But if I go somewhere, then I have a wet umbrella with
0: me. Hi, I'm Juri, and this is Takeaway, the podcast by UNIT. In this episode, Yvonne and I will be talking about umbrellas, and more specifically, wet umbrellas. What about wet umbrellas, you ask? Well, we ask the same And we asked it to Bart and Karim, two of our professors, who are going to come up with some very interesting solutions to the wet umbrella problem.
1: Yeah, and especially if you go like somewhere else than your own home, because if you go home, you can maybe put it somewhere, put it open, I don't know. But if you go somewhere and if you have a meeting or something or in a store, then it's awful to have a wet umbrella with you because where are you going to store it and you don't want it to be stolen?
0: Would people steal umbrellas? I guess, yeah. Probably. If you leave them all at the front door, why not take another umbrella? That's not yours, but that's nicer.
1: Yeah, or like stronger because you also have those storm umbrellas. If one of those is standing somewhere, yeah, that one will be stolen for sure.
0: I I thought you were going to say I'm going to take it then, if it's standing somewhere, but you didn't.
1: I am not a thief, so (laughs) (laughs) if if people would steal my umbrella, I also would feel bad. So why should I give someone else that feeling? Well, I recently (laughs) had a discussion with a professor here from the university about having wet umbrellas. And because we study industrial design, I thought maybe they have a nice solution for it, which could be open-minded, something I'd never thought about. So uh, I spoke to Karine Lallement, uh, she is an assistant professor at university and she brainstormed and sketched about this uh, design case.
2: My name is Karine Lallemand. I am currently an assistant professor at the industrial design department uh, from uh, TUE and uh, I have a background in psychology and human computer interaction. Uh, And then I specialize in experience design. So I don't have a background in industrial design per se, but really on the experience design side and user-centered design side. Oh, that's an interesting one. First... I would think that if I want my umbrella to dry, uh, there are a couple of options probably. So I'm not going to find a solution right away, but I'm just brainstorming what 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 my options are. So one of the options is, of course, to leave the umbrella open. The second option is there would be some kind. So if I uh, fold it, then the second option is that there would be some kind of a dryer, which is not super sustainable, though, because... Um, yeah it's not like I want one more device in my house just for an umbrella although in the netherlands that might be that might be a good point our option would be that the fabric like the tissue of the of the umbrella is drying way faster than 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 the current ones and actually that's a funny problem because uh, <laughs> as a pilot my hot air balloons are exactly the same material as umbrellas, and they are humid. And whenever a balloon is humid, you cannot, stay, you cannot leave it in the bag because it will just uh, moisture. So if you would not uh, use it. So we have exactly the same problem. And the way we do it is actually really stupid. We inflate it again to dry it with a big, big fan. So we have like a massive fan and we are literally drying it. But I think I don't like the option of a technological dryer though. I would go for something more sustainable or ecological. So I would say... Because I don't think tech should be now the solution to every single tiny inconvenient in life. Yeah, so I think in a public area, if that's a large building, um, we could transform the problem in an opportunity. So perhaps we could have, like, in the main hall, so um, a kind of heart installation with hooks. And then every person would put the umbrella on the ho- hooks. But then, of course, all the umbrellas are going to just uh, leave droplets um, fall on the floor, which is also not safe. But it depends because if you then would put some plants, some kind of exotic plants that really need uh, humidity a lot, then when you hook them up, uh, it both create a kind of sense of how many visitors are there, and all the umbrella kind of create an artistic installation, and then all the humidity and all the water that would fall from the um, from the umbrella themselves would just actually uh, be used to water some kind of very humid type of plants.
1: Okay, so. I thought this was one of the most creative ideas I have heard because I know those kinds of installations you have in cities where they have those umbrellas upside down, looks always very cute uh, and everyone takes uh, pictures for Instagram, you know. Um, But now taking that into a building where you can hang your umbrella so you don't have to take it with you. And I think it's a bit higher so you don't easily steal someone's umbrella.
0: (laughs) It's such a cool idea. Just and then
1: watering the plants, I thought, whoa, this is so, so something I had not thought about
0: myself. I really liked the idea of having this art. In, it, it, you know, like she said, it makes it into an opportunity instead of just trying to solve the problem. You create something from the wet umbrellas. Yeah. Instead of wet umbrellas becoming a nuisance, they become a resource.
1: Yeah, I think it's really interesting, especially here in the Netherlands where we have a lot of rain. So probably also a lot of people using an umbrella and a lot of left water on the umbrella. So I think it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, I really like it. Such a cool idea. I, by chance, also spoke with someone about this exact same problem. So I spoke with Bart, um, who you
3: probably all know. I'm uh, Bart Hengeveld. Well, this is for Lucid, so probably most of you know that I work at industrial design. And I was trained as a designer uh, a long, long time ago. And I think uh, most of you will know me as someone who teaches you about creativity and aesthetics.
0: So yes, of course, everyone knows Bart from Data from design. So let's see what Bart came up with um, as our first and maybe foremost teacher of the creativity and aesthetics.
3: There are some existing uh, solutions, you could say, yeah, for example, when you go uh, to Japan, which I recommend. If you enter a department store with your uh, your drippy umbrella, they have this sort of machine next to the entrance that has umbrella sized plastic bags, like a, a, a little wrapper that you can put around your uh, umbrella. Um, a plastic sleeve that you can throw away after you leave the store, but it's uh, they're, they're super convenient. Another way might be to, uh, for example, uh, apply biomimicry, which is uh, a fancy word for uh, learning from nature. And, um, well, we can learn from my least favorite pet, which is a dog. I don't like dogs, uh, especially when they're wet, by the way. But they have a very uh, efficient way of unwetting themselves, which is by shaking their fur and their tail and then uh, uh, making all the um, moisture just go in one big cloud of spray. So you could also consider having a machine that you hang your umbrella in and then you press a button and then the ma- Umbrella is shaken vigorously in the machine. So uh, the, the rain, the gathered rain, is just distributed over this machine. It slides down the sides and then it is captured in a water tank in the bottom of the, um, of the machine. And we can use that water for watering the plants. It's nice and circular. The indoor plants, of course, because they are the outdoor plants are in the rain as well. They don't need water. So <laughs> <laughs> you That's can insideness. use wipers. So, so maybe we can think of something that just simply wipes off the water. Um, I can imagine another device with a, a tight hole in the top that you squeeze your umbrella into and pull it out again. And then all the water just stays behind. Because if you squeeze something, it's like uh, squeezing a a sponge. You know, if you push a sponge into a too tight container, then all the water is uh, squeezed out. Maybe that also works for the umbrella squeezer trademark. (laughs) Umbrella squeezer TM. Uh, That could be something. Uh, Maybe... um, Um, heating it. Might work so that all the water evaporates from your umbrella. We should just simply design an umbrella. For your umbrella, so you have something that you put on top of your umbrella. So that your actual umbrella doesn't get wet. I think it looks pretty ridiculous, to be honest. But it does solve your problem, and that is what you wanted me to do. It's amazing, right?
0: Wow.
1: An
3: umbrella for your umbrella.
1: I haven't thought of that either. I really like that idea. But then you still have the second umbrella
0: then <laughs> that keeps wait, wait, being wet. That was not a problem. The first umbrella stays dry, so yeah. you can take that inside and then...
1: Then the other one stays outside. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah.
0: The other one just stays outside, but...
1: I think it's really funny to see that we have both, like, two professors from a totally different area within uh, industrial design but they both mention watering the plants
0: yeah even though their approaches were and their solutions were totally different like the art installation and a machine to dry shake your umbrella dry they're c- completely different but they still somehow have the same goal or or secondary goal of watering plants yeah exactly so they, all, they all sort of tie into each other, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, and I think it's also interesting to see that uh, Bart really uh, focuses more on kind of like drying products. Uh, so another thing that dries the umbrella, while uh, Karine really took it as an opportunity to create an art installation, which is also something to design, but uh, which you can design, but something completely different than a new product.
0: That could have been to how I phrased the question because I I think I said, this is the problem and how, so how can you make sure that your umbrella is not wet when you go inside? I think it's because also I phrased it like that. Could but be. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But it's it's interesting to, to see the differences, but also the similarities.
1: But one thing we have to discuss, because he mentions he doesn't like dogs.
0: Yeah, who doesn't like dogs?
1: I love dogs.
0: Me too. I didn't expect this from Bart, but... Oh, same I here, think. same here, but... He doesn't yeah. like dogs, but oh could, well.
1: Could be, yeah. Maybe um, I guess isn't... he's more of a cat person. Yeah, I w- wanted to say the same cat persons usually don't like dogs, but I oh. can imagine not liking wet dogs because they kind of stink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Dogs <laughs> definitely have a smell. Yeah. Bart also had a nice takeaway from his design exercise or the short design exercise.
3: I think this uh, this podcast was mostly uh, tickling my creativity gland and uh, as you might have heard me um, do, I, I like associating on stuff and finding uh, opposites and extremes because I think that uh, those are very, uh, uh, I wouldn't say easy, but very accessible ways of forcing yourself to think outside the, uh, the stuff that, that already exists or that is obvious. Huh? You don't need to spend time on the obvious because you know, it's obvious, so... I like spending my time on the non-obvious, and then we always have the fallback option of doing the, the safe design, but bending some rules and creativity, I think, is, uh, is key. This was the first episode of Takeaway. We hope you enjoyed
0: listening to the solutions Bart and Karin came up with. If you have a weird design problem in your life, like wet umbrellas, let us know, and we will ask some of our professors to solve it for you on this podcast. Takeaway is a podcast by Unit, brought to you by the students of lucid.